Patriotic Movies May Have Unlocked China's Blockbuster Machine by Linda Liu. In the climactic scene of a recent hit Chinese blockbuster, a handsome military leader gives his troops an inspirational speech, urging them to fight for the nation against Japanese imperialists. As the music crescendos, the inspired soldiers chant, The Chinese nation will not perish. The Chinese nation will not perish. But as the camera zooms out, we see a surprising sight that viewers in China might have expected to be censored. The blue and red flag of the Republic of China, now known as Taiwan, waving from a rooftop. Considered a symbol of Taiwan separatism, the flag was spotted a few times in the war epic The 800, a movie set during the Second Sino-Japanese War, when China was governed by the Nationalist Party, or Kuomintang. Beijing claims self-ruled Taiwan as part of its territory, to be reintegrated into the mainland by force if necessary. The 800 is a rare film in China set during World War II that does not focus on the Communist Party's heroism. While its success is partly due to the lack of competition, it reflects a broader trend in China. The commercialization of its propaganda vehicles, such as movies and television, to varying degrees of success. The movie has made over $441 million at the box office, thanks in part to China's ability to control the coronavirus within its borders and reopen its cinemas. The 800 has also taken advantage of Hollywood delaying its big-budget blockbusters as America continues to battle the coronavirus pandemic. Comparatively, Tenet, the highest-grossing Hollywood blockbuster released after the coronavirus pandemic ravaged America, just crossed the $300 million mark, making $45 million in the U.S., and $65.5 million in China. Zhang Yuliang, a professor who researches Chinese media at Taiwan's Nanhua University, said the fact that 800 was screened was a good sign for the movie industry in China and its growing command of more challenging topics. This movie has improved from past films, Chang said. In fact, recent Chinese patriotic films have sold well. The genres have diversified, and a genuine market base for these films has grown in China. China's patriotic films and TV shows, made especially to promote the Communist Party's core values, have long been criticized as boring and didactic. Some box office sales were propped up by organized group viewings from government departments or state-owned enterprises. In 2010, Chen Linxia, a movie critic, wrote that Chinese films were hyper-focused on the historical perspective of China and failed to portray the lived experience of present-day society that is more relatable to audiences. But in recent years, China's movie industry has taken on wide-ranging topics, such as the science fiction blockbuster Wandering Earth, based loosely on a novella by Liu Cixin, the author of the Three-Body Problem trilogy. That being said, it was not an easy road for the 800. It was initially scheduled to be released in the summer of 2019 to coincide with the 70th anniversary of the founding of the People's Republic of China. But cinemas pulled the movie after some critics accused it of glorifying the Kuomintang. This was even after the movie had passed China's censors, and the director Guan Hu told the magazine Global People that the film was intended to convey a patriotic story. It seems that we are forgetting or rejecting many things, but I believe that integrity in Chinese people's bones will not change in key moments, Guan said, describing what he wanted to explore in the movie. Since its release at the end of August. The film has been well received by China's audiences, receiving 7.7 out of 10 stars on Chinese movie and TV review website Douban. Mao Ni Er, a designer based in Beijing, 
said she liked the movie because it focused on real human characters. The main protagonists are a ragtag team of peasants and ordinary people who joined the army by accident and are slowly transformed before defending China from the Japanese. The values of the movie were quite good. I don't know if society is more open now or the director has gotten smarter, Mao said. There is diversity in the types of characters, not just heroic soldiers, but also defecting soldiers who were afraid to die. The film showed the terror and stupidity of war. Mao, 30, said she was also moved by the sacrifices that the soldiers and ordinary Chinese people made in the movie, such as a scene where several soldiers strapped explosives to themselves and acted as suicide bombers to deter the Japanese forces. However, Mao said she never consciously thought of the film as a patriotic one. Zhang, from Nanhua University, said that reaction is a sign of a successful patriotic movie. The best patriotic movie is one that you don't even realize was one, Chang said. Just like Saging Private Ryan, which can be considered an American patriotic film, but you wouldn't think that while watching it. China's movie industry is making strides and before the pandemic, it was expected to overtake the U.S. as the world's largest box office market. But questions arise of its influence on international movie making. The combined worth of the top 10 largest Chinese production companies is about one-eighth that of Disney. Experts said censorship stunts the ability for Chinese movies to make an impact beyond its borders. Plus, according to Michael Keane, a Chinese media professor at Australia's Curtin University, the films are often steeped in Chinese history, lifestyle, and culture. The stories are not easily translatable to the rest of the world. They haven't really got to that way of making films that speak to universal values that Hollywood and independent filmmaking does so well, Keane said. The question of achieving global success is another thing that bugs a lot of people in China. Chinese films winning Oscars haven't happened. Meanwhile, a Korean director, Bong Joon-ho, won Best Director at the Oscars. That is almost a little bit of a slap in the face.